morning, good evening. Welcome to another episode of The Black Christmas Furnace with me, Robert. With me, Pete. And man like Mo, currently sipping on Lemsip. Oh, Pete. Big boy things. What, how much flavour do you drink? This one, yeah. I got, mate, I, I got, like, I saw it in uh, Super Jug. And I was like, ooh, let me try that. Worst mistake of my life. Black current. Honey and ginger. Nah. Okay. Nah, bro, you can't imitate the honey and ginger. Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah you, you can't imitate yeah, that. I've no. literally had to put in extra gin, extra honey just to make it taste remotely good. No. But then lemon's is not supposed to taste good, is it? But at least make it palatable. Like, the lemon one's all right. Le- the the lemon, lemon one's because it just Standard. tastes like medicine. Yeah, it just tastes. I normally like the black nothing. currant one. No, I don't like the black currant one. one's weak. I don't I, like it. I make it thick. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, I love the black currant one. Just like put in minimal water, no. and then just back it. No. Put in some honey in that. Back it. <laughs> Alright. Anyway, so let's get into today's topic. Oh, but before we do, guys, make sure you go and watch Black Panther, that which comes out tomorrow. Shout out to Sarah, who's a snake, because she won priority tickets, priority tickets to the premiere. I swear, she won two tickets. Obviously, I haven't watched it yet, so she didn't take me. <laughs> Snake. Uh, but yeah, okay. she should have taken Anita. That would have been orcs. <laughs> <laughs> say say nothing. <laughs> so into the first topic of today. So, uh, my shout out a few weeks ago was the series "This Is Us," mm. and um, season two just finished. I think last week, so I'm currently just binge binge watching them, and um, I was watching it I think yesterday, and they were going through one of the episodes where one of the characters, his name is Randall, he's a black guy that got adopted. So spoilers. Well, actually, I was listening no, back it, it's, to it's that. Not, you, it's you, not a spoiler. You were yeah, but then I said it. I said the exact same thing essentially last time. And you're like, oh, spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. It wasn't spoilers. It wasn't spoilers. You said it was spoilers. Ladies, ladies, <laughs> ladies. Anyway, so Randall, the black guy. So, so yeah, so, so Randall's the black guy that gets adopted by white parents. And then in this episode, um, they go, it's like a flashback um, about the whole process of, of them going to court to, to like get him like legally adopted. Right. And then, but they go um, before like a black judge, a male judge. And um, he doesn't want to give them Randall. He said, no. Okay. And they were like, but why? And then they were talking, and then he, he, he was saying how, as white parents, they don't have the the, um, the tools to equip him with being a black man growing up, mm. which I thought was interesting. What what time was that set in? It was, I think, well, if I do the math correctly, I think it was set in the 80s. Okay, that's very true. Yeah. yeah. So, like, <laughs> so, like, what do you mean, like, that's very true in... in as in, you think like now white people would, would be better better equipped to to raise a black child? No, no, I think, uh, I guess actually, I was I was asking the time, thinking it might make a significant difference, but now I think about it, I don't think it does. I think it's still America, still, uh, I'm guessing, set in America. Yes. Yeah, yes. it's still just as bad uh, now as it was in the eighties. Mm. Arguably, anyways. So. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, I found the whole thing quite interesting because like. The parents couldn't understand what he was saying. They would be like, "No, we could, uh, we'll, we'll be the best parents for him." Mm. <laughs> These times, um, they did, um, they couldn't even realize that, like, he had like, like bumps at, at, at the back of his head. <laughs> they thought it was a rash. <laughs> oh gosh. 
Mm. But it was, it was it was razor bumps and like it mm. took like another mm. black family to say, "Fam, you need to take him to a black barber." Mm. <laughs> and then and then it's 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 like funny watching them trying to learn how to take care of like a black, <laughs> of a black baby. Just out of interest, why did they want a black baby? Um, oh, is that a spoiler? I'll try and make it as as unspoiled as possible. So basically, they were at the hospital on right. the same day he got dropped off at the hospital. Okay. And then they thought, yeah, let's take it. Uh, let's so take it, was, it was more providence than, oh, we want a we yeah. baby, but let's yeah. let's get a black one just to be different. Yeah. Let's okay. get a Negro. Yeah. They thought that, they thought that it was fate because... <laughs> get a black one, so I get an N-word card. <laughs> <laughs> they thought it was fate because... Um, um, they lost one of theirs and someone on dropped the, off another one. Yeah. Oh, they lost one of yeah. theirs. So they had triplets, but they lost but one. But they lost one, right. Yeah. Does the third one come and haunt anyone? No. Yeah, no, I'm, not, so I'm not watching. I'm not watching. This is us then. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. A quick side note, but but but, but Randall's wife Beth is. <laughs> I love her. I love you, Beth. <laughs> She's actually. You know what? If they ever made Black Panther two with Storm, <laughs> she should play Storm. Is she black? She's black. Of course. Wait. So the twins are mixed race. No, they're white. They're white. So it's a white family with white Who's triplets. Beth? Beth is Randall. Oh, it's the guy's yeah. wife. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, okay. Guy's okay. Wife. Oh, sorry, yeah. sorry, sorry. But yeah. Oh, yeah, he did mention that you wanted her to play stuff. Right. I've, I love her. Okay. Check her out. Her name is Susan Kelechi Watson, I think it is. <coughs> I can't, that's not a black name. <laughs> Brother, Kelechi's Nigerian. Oh, I th- the way you said it, I thought it was like an Irish thing. <laughs> yeah, that was cool. So. Anyway, so I thought our first discussion topic would be... Um, would you ever adopt a baby? And if so, would you ever adopt one that wasn't black? I can I can talk on this first because uh, Jamila and myself have spoken about it. Um, we're we're talking positively about adoption, um, so we're looking at about the mind. The idea is about three kids and adopting one after our kids have grown up. Um, and yes, we would be if we did adopt. We would be adopting black. Um, primarily because black children are mostly skipped over during adoption. Okay. So people tend to, either when they're very young or something like that, but I mean, it, um, people tend to go for black babies, when uh, black children when they're very young or mm-hmm. something like that. But people normally will go for like either mixed race or white or like the nicer sort of kids. Mm-hmm. Um skipping out like the dark ones or the fresh ones or whatever um just almost like not just adopting a baby not just adopting a child based on we think we can do good in a person's life but also physicality is this person going to look good within our family blah 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 stuff like that so um afro-caribbean babies or children tend to be not again if it, i might be getting the statistics wrong um mm. but as we were talking about it this is what came up in the sense of like yeah afro-caribbean babies um aren't as aren't adopted as often as um others mm. um so they tend to end up in like care homes and different things like that um so yeah we would be adopting black if we did do it peter oh. we've never talked about it we've been married a couple months so <laughs> Um, we have we haven't talked about it. Funny enough, we actually spoke about it before we got married. Oh wow! Yeah, interesting. Um, would we? I think off the top of my head, I can't think of 
a, a reason why we would immediately. <laughs> <laughs> no, other than like it would be something that I'd have to. God would have to drop it in my spirit. Like it's not mm. something I've thought about. Do you get what I mean? Mm. Like it's mm. not necessarily like I've thought about this or it's been an option that's been presented to me before. It's never come up before. So that's what I'm saying off the top of my head now. Uh, I've, it's never it's never even come up. Yeah. Um, but if, if God dropped it in our heart, at, at the end of the day, it is an act of service and it is an act of love. Um, and, and I believe Christians are called to that. So it, it wouldn't be foreign um if if someone suggested it or if like yeah someone advised me to do so or whatever but just off the top of my head i haven't thought of it before so and if i was to um or if i was speaking to someone just based on what mo was saying i think you know as parents you you try and structure you try and um you try and nurture a child but all you have to do so is either stuff you read in books or your own personal experience now, dealing with children, I doubt, I haven't read that many books on it, but I doubt you can learn how to navigate some of the racial issues that kids undergo just by books. Like, the mm. best teacher of that is experience. And so I would find it difficult for to, to raise another race just because I haven't had that experience. Mm. And I think the the best or most authentic um um, uh, education I can give in that area it would be someone of the same race as myself. It's interesting. You know, I th- I be- if I'm correct, John Piper's adopted a black child. Mm. So that's interesting. But mm. that, that was time ago. Um, mm. I think she's in her teens now. Yeah, yeah I don't have anything against it. Mm. But yeah, I just yeah, no, I was just thinking yeah. in, in that, in mm. that regard because it, it's almost... Um, you can. It's like thinking about it biblically, just like oh, um, there's no male, no female, all of them stuff. There, it doesn't necessarily wipe away the realities of what you will face due to your your race yeah. Um, yeah. in a wider society, even within church at times. Yeah. Um, it doesn't wipe that away. Um, Some yeah, it's getting me to just think. Um, I think personally, due to the adoption rates, mm. it would lead me and gems towards Afro-Caribbean. Mm. Um, but just thinking about the concept wider mm. is, is interesting. How about yourself, Robert? Um, funny enough, I live I, I live opposite a fostering um, organization, oh, sure. mm. which is interesting. I, I walk past it and it's like, ooh, maybe I'll go pick up a baby one day. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, I think I would like to adopt one day. Okay, and um, I found it interesting you saying that you would adopt like once you, all your kids are growing up mm. and then are, and are, are off, but then um, I don't know. I think I might like to adopt and get them within the mix, you know. Okay. So then, so then they can have like those those siblings who are mm. around the age, yeah. So that it's not just like you, you them in the house all the time. If that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, but I guess, but I guess each has their pros and their cons. Yeah, I think yeah. I think when I said that, it was more so along the lines of once we've had our children. So obviously, for most people, anyways, there's like a couple of years gap in between children. There's some parents that are just knocking them out nine months in between each. <laughs> yeah. But like, but it's um, so once we've like conceived the number that we're like, all right, this is the number that we want to conceive. 
then would consider adoption. So not necessarily. I did say when they're older, but more so almost like leaving a natural sort of gap that we would do normally. Mm. So if it's like three years gaps, then it might be after three years, all right, cool. What do you got? What do you think about um, adoption? Now mm. it's now the time it's not. There's, there's so many different factors that um, come into play in terms of adoption. But um, yeah, I, I'm i not sure if it will be years down the line when they're, when they're like teenagers and stuff or 20s or if it'll be the same. But yeah, we just think we were thinking along the lines of after we've conceived the number that we want or we're after by the grace of God, then to be like, all right, let's, how can we serve other people who aren't necessarily in this mm. position? Mm. And when you're saying that you would um, pick a child who was like Afro-Caribbean, mm. would that be someone who's maybe like West African or would you maybe go a bit East? As in, so like, would you want a child that would like look like they make sense within your family? Mm. Do you know what? When you say Afro-Caribbean, isn't that just Jamaican, like no, Afro, African, and Caribbean. Oh, okay, okay. So yeah, okay. Mm. Um, so it was just Jamaican, Caribbean, African, Afro, or African, gotcha, gotcha. Afro Caribbean is a mix of both. Um, do you know what? I think off from the get go, as Peter was saying, it would be something that <sighs> excuse me, a lot of prayer would be poured into, mm. and so. I think the country origin of the person won't necessarily hold as much sway, more so who we feel God is leading us to adopt. Mm. Um, so we could, it could be a Cuban, it could be a black Cuban. It could act. Oh, that's wavy. Like it could be. <laughs> so it's like, it's obviously we don't necessarily understand the Latino Robert's heritage racist. and stuff. That's all I'm realizing. I'm a racist. I'm a racist. <laughs> I'm not racist. But it's like, are you going to go Ethiopia, Somalian? <laughs> keep it. Oh, that's me. Um, yeah, I, th I think that's what's going to be poured into it a lot. Um, there's definitely a spiritual element that goes into raising a child, um, even more so to be considered if you don't know the child's origins or anything like that. Like, you don't mm. know the child's parents, the conception and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, stuff like that to consider. And so a lot of prayer will be poured into it and we would, we would literally let God lead us by a spirit to, to which child to adopt. Mm. So even in saying we'll be more inclined to adopt a black, it very well could be that God calls us to adopt a Chinese person or mm. a Caucasian. Like, it's very much going to be spirit-led. Mm. But naturally, you'll be, you'll be inclined to black. I, th I think we be interested in adopting a white person only because then with your influence, they could maybe not turn out racist or or have or have all have those white people aren't racist. No, 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 not all white people are racist, but actually, no, I'm not saying <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? Yeah, I would actually say, I would actually say, arguably, every single person has got a racist tendency, arguably. Whether Racist it's a stereotype, prejudice. prejudice, but it can still fall within that. So whether it's a stereotype or whatever that you subscribe to, mm. that will be deemed racist. But we we can almost but tone it down. It racist, certain my problem with the racist racist is one is better than the other. Like racist is if I'm racist, like Robert's black racist, he thinks <laughs> black is better than white. Whoa, 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 whoa
that's a bit that's a bit harsh because he, 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 he hasn't even, said that ever. Or he, hasn't, nah, he, hasn't that that. he hasn't said that. Not at all. <laughs> not at all. Like he he's a person that's actually brought the most white people in, onto podcasts. True, true. Well, um, that's one white person. But more than, <laughs> more, more, more than both of us combined. <laughs> no, but racist or racism to me is one race is better than the other. Whereas prejudice is certain ideas as you said okay, stereotypes okay, yeah. apply then, to yeah. then I would say prejudice yeah. rather than racism yeah. um, I, I would also say you can't really be racist if you're not in a position of power I don't believe you can be racist if you're, in a, if you're not in a position of power Peter's smiling because <laughs> he doesn't agree no but then so you're saying like an oppressed person can't be racist can't think that their race is better than another person's race not necessarily that Mate, I, I can think <laughs> I'm better than you. Let's make this real, yeah. Is this power rap? I can think that I'm better than every single person in this room, but if I do not have the power to mm. almost dominate those people with it, it becomes like a, fu- a futile thought. But don't you think most most races do have... Like, like I, I get what you're saying. Like, mm. uh, it, it's, it's just... It's just a thought that you can't, you don't have the power to back up. Mm-hmm. But then, don't you think that's the situation that most racists are in? Not necessarily. So, mm. so, so, so I guess the easiest way for us to discuss this can is. Can we just, can we just <laughs> appreciate the fact that we went from adoption to racism <laughs> just <laughs> like <laughs> that? <laughs> just like that. <laughs> I think like the easiest way to have this uh, um, this conversation would would be if we used the example is can a black person be racist to a white person? And I which, think which, you spo- which you've spoken about. Yeah. I think in a in an institution that is black owned, black governed and stuff like that, within that institution where the power is on the black side, mm. yes, you can be racist towards a white person within that institution. But as soon as you step out, mate, if that white person goes to a union, you're pissed. Like, it's it's a case of systemically, mm-hmm. we know that there are boundaries and blocks and glass ceilings and stuff mm. to um, black and ethnic minorities. Mm. And if you don't fit into black and ethnic minorities, arguably there are a bit more doors open to you. Or you can access a bit more opportunities. Okay. Um, and so that's some that's what I'm more talking governmental and systemically. Okay. Blacks can't really be racist in that degree. But society uh, but within a society or community, yes, I believe so. I believe that we can almost almost have that group mentality where it's us against them, we're better than them, mm. there's a minority of white people or minority of Chinese or whatever and we're just going to dominate them or take out our frustration against them within mm. that society, yeah. within that communal context. But the wider society now has got a different set of constructs that means that it's not, it's, it's not going to function on the same level. Right. So I think the way I'm making sense of it is the, the practical manifestation of that racism is only visible if the racist person is in power. Yeah. Because I still think, like, like you said, if you're, if it's like a black neighborhood and there's a, uh, and a Caucasian minority, mm. the race, the, the 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 Caucasians could still be racist. Yeah. But then, the what you would see are the ones whose racism would have effects would be if the black people in that community have racism. And I think that goes to prove racism being more of a, or being more like bullying where it's mm. always the weaker person that gets bullied if that makes sense mm-hmm. and so the stronger or the more um the people with greater numbers or whatever they are the ones able to influence or, or they're the ones able to affect that bullying mm. uh, yeah I, I i would argue that that's a bit simplistic 
mm. um, in terms of greater numbers and stuff. Um, because there's so many different things that can almost come in, come into play. But yes, I, um, for the most part, the, the premise is, is that um, the person who wills the power within that society is able to exercise their prejudice mm. into a on, to a degree that borders on racism. And, Sometimes when you, it's racism. and when you say power, are we talking physical power, financial power? Physical, financial, um, systemic. Like, black people got physically beaten up. That's physical power being exercised over them. Okay, so okay, so here's a scenario. So let's say that you've got a white man, okay? Mm-hmm. Let's make him a millionaire. Mm-hmm. And then he comes across like five black guys mm-hmm. and he calls them niggas. <laughs> <laughs> Your money ain't going to save you from this ass whooping, boy. <laughs> and, and, then, and, then those, and then those five black guys go and like beat up the white guy because because of what he said based on the him big big um, and based on them not not liking them using him using that word because he's white mm-hmm. who's the racist in that situation the white guy because he provoked it yeah yeah that's that's i don't even think that's just a response that's just if if he went up and slapped someone it would be the same yeah. result <laughs> like if if normally in a fight in schools and stuff they always ask who swung first who provoked it so are we saying that if a black guy slaps Those are a white two different guy? Questions. <laughs> Those are two different questions. Who swung first and who proposed yeah, it? That's, 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 two true, that's, that's actually true. <laughs> that's me. That's from my experience. Because <laughs> I swing first, but I never provoke. Okay. I used to anyway. Okay, so if a black guy slaps a white guy and then the white guy calls him a nigga, <laughs> it's okay because he was provoked. Oh. Can you stop using the word? I don't know why. I feel offended oh. by it. <laughs> I'm like, I'm just content. Do I have to beep this out? Oh. Mate, because no, it, it's okay. not. <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> the black guy slaps. So wait, the, 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 the again. So the black guy slaps the white guy. <laughs> and then the white guy calls him the N-word due to the slap. <laughs> is he justified? But this 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 is all this is almost um along the same lines of if a girl wears a short slaps skirt. The, oh, and the, and the no, guy gets a no, rock. No. It's almost along the same no. lines. Because you can almost say she provoked it. She asked for it. Yo. <laughs> Me too. Because <laughs> I'm, no. like, I'm like, no amount of physical violence warrants a racist remark. Are you sure? What? <laughs> Dude, if a white guy's punching you up, are you just going to, oh, cracker, honky? No. You're going to try to swing back? Yes. I'm hoping so. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, but but like you calling a white guy a cracker doesn't have the same effect as, as it a white It doesn't. It doesn't because we're doing it not from a position of power. <laughs> we haven't had the power. <laughs> okay. I see what you're saying now about power. All right. But it's like, if I slap a white person and he's like, nigga, I'm swinging. I swear <laughs> to God, I'm swinging. What, what do you expect him to do instead? Fight back. Oh. What? You'd rather, you'd rather he try to slap you back then? I'd rather he try to slap me back. Well, oh. Actually, why are you slapping the guy? Why is the black? Why did the black guy slap the white guy? What a million this different This is Robert's word. Okay. Because, no, is the, so the black guy's in the wrong. Fam, let's go back to adoption, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> let's go back to adoption. God, this is opening a whole can of worms. Let's go back to adoption. <laughs> no, no, I can't even open. It happens sometimes. Sometimes you, you, you slap someone. You could be in the club. Someone, someone pours their drink on you. You slap them. But that's provoked. They pour their drink on no, you. No, no, that's an accident. That's oh, an accident. Yeah, it is an accident. It is an accident, but it's, uh, it's my interpretation my of it is I was provoked. And so, you know, I get angry and I slap someone. But no, you, what I and that's not what I do. That's do not, you not know, remember uh, the, the, 
I'm, oh. I'm, I'm those happy slap times when people were just slapping people for bets. <laughs> <laughs> so for bands is not a good enough reason to slap someone. Like what what I'm asking is because I think too often we get into the um the 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 dilemma of is it black and black versus white, whereas the question is it's wrong versus right. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Do you get what yeah, I mean? I mm-hmm. So who's in the wrong? Like if a black guy goes to slap a white guy for bands and the white guy says the n-word will i my my the use of the n-word offends me in and of itself but him being put in a position where he has to let that side come out because when you're when you're when you're faced with certain things maybe some things come out that shouldn't like i might lash out in a certain way that i shouldn't lash out i'm still in the wrong even though it might be that the person that's I've done something to me to cause me to lash out is in the wrong but I'm also in the wrong so him using that word he's in the wrong but he was provoked to do so if that makes sense I and I can't so say is he justified? that justified no I don't, I don't think not he's justified. justified and and the same way if someone came and hit me and then I hit them back and I killed them I'm not justified in killing them what if they hit you but then you hit them back and then that's it are you justified in hitting them again it goes tip for tap but then is that really how we want to live like and, I don't know and that's, this is exactly what I was about to say um, a person's it's, uh, it's I heard it said I've heard it said that a person's reaction is their true intentions or a person's reaction is how they genuinely act when mm. their guard is down mm. and so if 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 you are <laughs> I don't like the first that comes <laughs> out is N-word <laughs> like if, <laughs> if if you're if you're um, playing around with someone who trains like in the martial arts, like religiously, as soon as you throw your hand, his re- reflex is going to be to block it or counter or do something. <laughs> if that makes back, sense. Flashback to <laughs> potential domestic violence in my house. <laughs> no, that's yeah, that's, that's actually a good point. That's that's not that's not to say. Oh, I slapped it. It was, it, it was a reflex. <laughs> no, I give no, a black eye. No, no, no. It literally happened. I need to try to scare me. And my reflex was to punch, but I didn't hit her. It was just like, "Yo, careful!" <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's the case of out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Mm. And so, out of the abundance of the heart, in a situation where you're like someone frightens you, if your first reaction is you've trained yourself in a point of like fight, fight or flight. Like, have you seen the pranks where someone walks into an elevator and then madness happens? Yeah. Some people, their first reaction is, I'm kicking this person oh, until yeah. they're down. Oh, yeah. And so you see a little girl just getting stomped out by this big guy. Yeah, but, that's, yeah, but that's, that, that doesn't make them a violent person, though. It doesn't make them a violent person, but that shows an intention of their heart. Well, then that's... No, that, I don't think so. Okay, I, I, see why you're, I see why you're disagreeing now, because Be- then that would, that would then become... It's a flight of... A flight or fright response. A, f- a flight. Fight or flight. Or fight. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, response. No, my, my argument isn't that they're violent, but that their natural reflex is not necessarily to respond in violence, but to protect themselves physically. No, but just no, but no, no, but just because um your reflex is X, Y, or Z doesn't mean that that's how you are as a person. Because like in reflex, you're not thinking. Exactly. And so the intentions of the heart is coming out. No, I, I, I think that's more the intentions of, of the mind than the heart. I don't, it's a case of if... If you haven't had a chance to process it and to decide what's coming, what is coming is what's truly there. Yeah. You haven't got any filter on it. That's the argument. But then the argument you're making is 
you're just like you're defending yourself or you're trying to hurt the other person back and i'm looking at the the situation with the white guy maybe he's just trying to hurt the other person back and knows this word will hurt you so you've hurt me i'm trying to hurt you back or or so is the intention I'm trying to hurt you back, or is the intention I'm actually racist <laughs> I'm actually inside, racist. and it just coming out? Are your n words? <laughs> Do you get what I mean? So yeah. it's it's a it's a bit of a catch. And, and that, I guess that's that's where um, that true motivation that we can't discern in terms of person's heart comes mm. in. Mm. But we get we get to see intentions of the heart, not necessarily motivations, but intentions of the heart. In that, whether or not this person intent is racist or intends to hurt you, there's Evil within that heart that is causing hurt as a reflex. Mm. Yeah, but yeah, but as humans, we all have evil in our hearts, though. So can we just can, can we say okay, this person's these these are just these are this person's true intentions because of the way they they, they acted. Because I'm sure if you put anyone in that same situation, they wouldn't all act the same. But some people get slapped and they'll hold their face to start crying. Some people look at you shots like you just killed their mom. Like some people will punch you back. Twice. And so there's so many, literally, there's so many different responses to every single situation based on both um, background, how a person's been raised, mental state. There's so many different factors that will come into play into how a person responds. No, but if you're crying, that just means that the person's overpowered you. If the slap didn't hurt that much, I'm sure you're going to lash back. <laughs> no, 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 no. You can cry from shock rather than actually being hurt and overpowered. <laughs> Children cry from shock. A child will fall down and cry from shock. No, they cry because they're hurt. No, they cry from shock. Sometimes they cry from shock. Sometimes they cry because they're hurt. So when a child falls down, literally the first thing is not necessarily to panic over it because they're internally like, I don't know how to process this. I'm I'm in shock. I have seen seen a kid just get scared and then start crying. (laughs) Just just really badly scared and they just start crying. And it's, it's, It's more so from shock than anything else. So this is, it's like, that's, that's what's in there. They didn't expect no, this. No, children cry because they want someone to come and look after them. So like, when you scare them, they're crying. So someone will come and come, come and say, what's wrong? No? Not always. Okay, let's get a hundred kids scared. <laughs> we, need, we need a large sample size here. Let's see. <laughs> we have kids shouting N-word like. Mate. Well, at least we got back to the children. That's, that's the way. That's the way. If, a child, if, if that happened and a child just shouts at the N word, the first thing would just be, "Where's the parents? <laughs> Where's Johnny Boy's parents?" So, so what do you do if, like, um, if you adopt a child and then there's like stuff that you you, you like need to like unteach them? So, like, let's say they were white <laughs> and then they just say, "Nigga, nigga, nigga." <laughs> How do you go about how do you go about teaching that um gracefully? I think well, I, I don't have kids. More more's more uh better position to do this, but I think it's just as you would teach any child that's picked up something bad. Like you've got kids go to school, come back Beats and dead. <laughs> <laughs> you know, kid goes to school, comes back and he's started doing something you saw his friend doing in school. You know, you you do the same thing or you go through the same process of teaching them gracefully. So you adopted a kid, the kids come with certain things that mm. you deem are wrong. I think it's the same thing. Again, I haven't got kids, I haven't raised any kids, so I'm not necessarily the most qualified yeah. to speak on it. But I think as well, the age at which you adopted a child plays an important part. Obviously, if you adopted a child at two, where they're just barely learning language and... And they can't they already... <laughs> And they started, they got that already. Then obviously that's 
that's an issue. Problem. But if if they if they didn't have any language and under your care they started saying that, then well go on. Yeah. Then almost you, you, you can be held responsible for that. But um I think Um, I was reading a book by, I think it was Calvin, John Calvin. Either John Calvin or, well, one of them, one of the old guys. And they were saying that they don't, they try not to attack actions, but try to uh, try to address thoughts. Mm. And so... Which is very difficult. Yeah, it's very difficult. Yeah, so that's what I do, but it's very um, difficult. You can get it wrong easily. And so it's very much stop what you're doing, but why are you doing what you're doing? Mm. And then addressing it from there, mm. addressing it from a sense of what's the motivation for this? Why are you doing this? Like, where have you learned this from? What makes you think this is right? And then addressing it from there, which will sometimes mean that that behavior isn't changed overnight. Um, but when it is changed, it's a deeper change mm. than just stopping the behavior. And I, I personally would want to address everything from a, a, a thought, a thought like an internal perspective rather than external. So mm. rather than just tell Leia, stop banging your head on the table, <laughs> which she doesn't do. <laughs> but instead, instead of just saying stop, obviously yes, that's that that, that has the potential to cause some some issues. Mm. But it's very much like, why are you doing that? Like, what's wrong? What's causing this? Let's let's deal with that. You could just be bored and you're just banging your head on the table. I'm like, boredom is not the reason to lose brain cells. No. But yeah, I'm very much just like, let's deal with why you're doing what you're doing. Where is it coming from? What's triggering it? Yeah. As I said, it, it's a long-term, it's more of a long-term thing than a short-term. But I also recognise that sometimes you need short-term measures to prevent it. So in terms of like addictions, someone using heroin, yes, to go in and deal with why they're actually doing that. But in the meantime, putting measures to stop them doing that. Um, so sometimes both needs to go hand in hand. But um, yeah, mm. yeah, I'd, I'd address their thought and I'd, I'd put them around some black people. So when they say the word, they might get, get hot stuff. Get them beats. So they might get hot stuff. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, sir, you got beat up. Oh, why? Oh, you said it again. Cool. <laughs> Go to your room. You're grounded. Okay. Um, let's move on to hookups. <laughs> let's move on to. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm at a loss for words at the minute. Hookups. Who wants to go first this week? I'll go first. Um, so I was thinking I'll try and let my personality come through a little bit more. By personality, I just mean that I'm a nerd, so I love gadgets and apps and stuff. Inspector Gadget. Copyright. So, um, <laughs> my hookup for this week is an app called Google Auto. I don't know if you guys have ever tried nah. it. Nope. It's essentially driving mode for your phone, but it's actually quite sick. It um, it covers it provides like a overlay. Um, interface and you just get access to your music your dialer and your directions mm. and basically tries to prevent you from using your phone too much when you're driving and so you can set it up mine is set up so as soon as it connects to the car's bluetooth google auto comes up 
um, and it's everything's uh, integrated with uh, Google Assistant. So you talk to it, tell it where you need to go, tell it to call people. If messages come through, and that's the main thing, if messages come through, it comes up with a big like button, a big um, tile saying who the message is from, and you can play the message mm. as opposed to reading it, and it'll read it out to you and ask you if you want to respond. Um, and you can dictate messages back and forth, and it's it's actually quite quite sick, and yeah, it's quite safe handy. as well. Oh, that so butcher African names and and them things. Oh, it does. <laughs> um, shout out to Jalade, but it says Jolade. <laughs> That's <Lord. laughs> That's Jolade. Oh wow, Nigerians, Google does not like you, Jolade. That's how it uh, pronounces his name. So yeah, it it it, it breaks up. I think. You should, you should change the J to a K just for the fun <laughs> of it. Kool-Aid. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Cool. Okay, my hookup for this week is an anime series. Um, the English name is Your Lie in April. As in... What? Uh, 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 as in the lie you told in April. So, like, oh Your Lie in April. Okay. Yeah. Trust this guy to come with something like that. Oh, listen, it's it's not like your like standard action digga digga fighting. No, no, no. This is one of those you know slice of life romance comedy kind of things. So the ones that are designed mostly for girls. No, it's for everyone. It's designed mostly for girls. It's for everyone. <laughs> it's written mostly for girls. That's quite sexist, to be honest. With you. Yeah, it is. That's quite sexist, people. I'm trying to offend not the audience but you whatever um <laughs> so yeah so like um clearly he is offended <laughs> no no i'm not because this this, this this was an excellent emotional <laughs> he's in his feelings so the series Drake. is <laughs> about this boy who is a piano prodigy prodigy is that the word prodigy yeah, yeah. yeah prodigy prodigy yeah yeah he's a piano pi- pi- prodigy mm. And um, do you see yourself in him? Because no. he did to play the piano. No, 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 no. But um, failed prodigy. But his wife? No, he's not his wife. You don't put me off. <laughs> <laughs> Apologies, I'm done. I'm done. Okay. Um, but his mother was terminally ill, and before she died, she put this curse on him. Stress. What? Bob, this is Stress. this is a story, isn't it? This storyline is coming like a Nollywood <laughs> film. <laughs> so now, like when when. When when he plays the piano, if he plays for too long, he he like stops having the ability to hear the notes that he plays. Oh, okay. So like he can hear everything else, but then but then like when he's playing, he's pressing the notes, but 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 he, he can't meet it, but he can't hear anything. And then um he meets this girl who's like a violinist, and then she wants she wants to be she wants him to be. She wants him to be her pianist. And then I think he falls for a bit. He says, and every, like when she's around, everything just seems to have vibrant color. And then it's just a story about him trying to um, regain his confidence in his piano playing ability, mm. trying to get to terms with his mom. And like, um, why does she curse him? Pardon? Why does she curse him? Um, watch it. You'll find out. <coughs> Probably not going to watch it. That's why I'm asking. No, you you you, you, uh, you enjoy it. And then they play a, a, a lot of classical music, and it's it's really banging. It's so, not on Netflix, is it? I, I don't know. Um, <laughs> I'll give you the, um, the, the the title in both English and Japanese so you can check it out. And I'll put a link so you can guys can watch it illegally Mate. as you do. I don't <laughs> know. We just need to introduce this guy to, to a charismatic pastor and that'll be the end of the anime. Thing done. Curse gone. But yeah. Um, I, I want I want my hook up. <laughs> Um, I'm gonna take you guys to church. Hmm. It's 
Take me to church. No, <laughs> no not, not that, that way. Not that way. <laughs> <laughs> it's a YouTube channel called The Bible Project. Oh, nice. Okay, cool. Um, so they've they've got like um, animations. Yeah. Of different like biblical themes, biblical books, um, just explaining it, and their theology is really sound. Um, they've also got like free resources online on their website, things like thebibleproject.com, and you can download high res um, study guides and stuff like that, um, which is really good, really good. Mm. Um, even like my vicar's wife was really surprised as to how um, like how good their theology was, but at the same time still like simple that we were able to use it for. Um, youth groups mm. and this was like year sevens and eights but it was really sound and really relatable nice. and understandable so yeah i'll definitely recommend that the bible project and also obviously as with most um christian ventures is is it's a non-profit relying on um donations and stuff so yeah have a look at it interact with the content and if you feel led to support their ministry um follow leading of the spirit if i'm correct i think they even have like a podcast yes well. yes they yeah, do, cool. they they're, do. Like, they're quite dope they're quite dope you put me onto them and yeah mm. i've really liked like, yeah it's content. really good it's really good cool cool back to the conversation you need to create like a jingle for hookups so when i think you just did it well <laughs> <laughs> if, if he remembers he said back I can, to the conversation yeah like um, an intro jungle Jingle, intro, and j- in, intro jungle, <laughs> and then uh, outro jingle. I'll see what we can come up with. Um, next part of the conversation. So sticking with adoption, but um, taking a twist on it a bit. Um, are if the you found out you adopted? Okay, no. no, 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 we're not gonna do that. Should we do that? No, let's not do that. <laughs> let's be a bit more practical. So, um, from what you've seen of other races and religions what could you adopt from what you've seen to be a better person both just in general and as as a christian how do you mean so so you're not talking about adoption of children you're talking about adoption of like ideologies and stuff no so ideology more more like traits and just like the way people live their lives okay um because i'm sure like when you think of like african people there's there's like certain stuff africans are known for in, in like the way they live their lives and stuff. Mm. So, outside of that, are there any? Have you seen anything from any other races or ethnicities that that they do that you think raw? If um, incorporating this might make me a better person. So the Jehovah Witnesses, <laughs> <laughs> the one thing they're good for is evangelism. Yes, and and how dedicated they are to it. Like they go in um, them and them and. The Church of Latter Day Saints as well, so I think that sort of tenacity or that sort of um, zeal to evangelize and, and to go out and speak uh, the true gospel. Why do you think they're so on it though? Because they're everywhere. Well, because they get indoctrinated into it. If you build it into the system, yeah. then you know just following the system, you do it. And because uh, you find, I don't know how many, uh, I can't speak as to how much of it they actually believe or or they actually live out. Um, but you know it's it's part of the system. You know it's almost like it's a rite of passage, or it's it's what you need to do as built into their religion, as built into their, you know. So 
they just do it. But then isn't evangelism built into Christianity as well, though? Well, but it's, it's not living holy built into Christianity. But how many Christians have you seen living holy recently? I've been trying to. <laughs> so, in, uh, and in, <laughs> in charismatic circles, unfortunately, in charismatic circles, well, actually, I say that um, Nell's church, um, my wife's church, my church now, they're, they're big on evangelism. Who's so Nell? That's, Anita. that's the pet name. Sorry. Anita. Anita. Anita's church. How do you get Nell from Anita? You don't. Unless you're me. How'd you get Bobby from Robert? Bobby short for Robert. <laughs> that's, just thing. That, that's just a thing. That's just a thing. I heard myself saying that and I was like, keep quiet, keep quiet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you should just let him sit in the steam. <laughs> when he said he was just no. He's like, no, this is not a good bet. No. It wasn't a good comeback. But no, um, in, in in their church, they're quite big on evangelism. So it's normal and the kids do it. Everyone does it. It's it's actually quite normal. Whereas you don't, in some churches maybe that I've been to, they aren't as big on evangelism. Maybe they're bigger, bigger on praying for blessings. And so that's that's all they do. And that's Fooling all that everyone's. In church, making yeah, most of my you know. lives. Mm. So. But f- funny enough, um, I did some studying. Well, one, of my, one of my lectures was about um, Pentecostalism. Or the gift of the spirit, one one of those two. <laughs> that shows how much I was paying attention. <laughs> but um apparently the Pentecostal movement fundamentally believes that in Acts two when the spirit was given for the evangelism of the nations is a mandate that has been given to the Pentecostals. So they've been given the Holy Spirit predominantly for the evangelism of the nations mm. which is interesting because half of the Pentecostals aren't necessarily doing that they're just seeking blessings well so yeah just find it fascinating yeah shots well yeah I think I think that's definitely something I I look to learn from or look to learn I yeah. think for me I'd give a shout out to the um to um what are they called the Muslims that's the one <laughs> I was about to say Islamists. <laughs> <laughs> trying to make this sound like terrorists. No, but no, but but like when it comes to prayer, like when I went to uni, those guys were on it. Yeah, those yeah. guys were on it. They'll be out on like the front front lawn in in their numbers, just out there praying. Mm. So yeah, so when it comes to that, I think like when it comes to discipline in general, like Muslims are. One of the most on-point religions that I've mm. seen. Yeah, even with like their fasting, their you know, five prayers a day, the ones that observe it observe it like, well, religiously. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Mm. Yeah, and I guess like, um, but then for Christians, because there's not like a strict guideline as such, we can become quite lax when it comes to. Because mm. it's all grace, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So, yeah. What is this? Um, <laughs> 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 I can't even laugh properly because of my nose. Um, Caucasians. Jeez. Caucasians. To be more specific, um, the Caucasians. The ones that dance at parties. <laughs> <laughs> Caucasian church. Mm. Um, okay. Mm. And reason being, being in black churches. Not trying to make a distinction between black and white churches, but there there is like a slight <laughs> distinction. But um, just a slight, just a slight. <laughs> Being in black churches, 
being in black churches, there's been like an emphasis on works, mm. an emphasis on doing, an emphasis on how long you can read your Bible, mm. an emphasis on how long you can speak in tongues, an emphasis on just doing like external acts of righteousness, mm. conforming to external rules and stuff. Um, but I've, I've found a real embrace um, a real focus and emphasis on grace and mercy and love, sometimes to the detriment of living holy um, and living righteous and just striving for the upward calling. So both have their faults. Mm. But the reason I say I am grateful for it is that it's always a reminder that there is grace. Like, we might not major on it, but no one is going to live a sinless life. Um, don't at me. No one's <laughs> going to live a sinless life um, this side of, of eternity anyways. And God's grace is definitely able to... God's grace is such that he is actually sustaining us and, and keeping us going. Sanctification is a process that's going to take our entire lives. And without grace, we're just going to beat ourselves up at every single hurdle. Um, mm. But yeah, with grace, we, we actually continue to go. We don't... Sorry we don't live righteous because we um because we fear going to hell or we fit but we we live righteous from a, a perspective of appreciation thankful for what god has done for us um and that's one thing that i find um one strand that i find hammered um from my experience anyway it's a lot within the white church um not just saying every white church is good or every black church is bad there are extremes within the two of them um but yeah being exposed to black church and now being exposed to white church is giving me a good little mix in terms of there needs to be righteousness and holiness but there also needs to be an emphasis on god's grace and god's love as the catalyst and the motivation for trying to live righteous and holy mm. yeah okay um race wise I think for me it would be like the Spanish and the whole those like Latino community sort mm. of thing. Um, um, so I've got a cousin that's half Spanish, right? And um, she's got her family who are from I think like Argentina, them places there. And one thing like um, I've I've like really loved is that they've got such an emphasis on family and community, mm. and um, but they're very expressive with it. Mm. Which, which 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 is something I feel can be quite missing coming from an African household. Mm. I'd say Afro Afro European household. Would you? Well, I, I'd say Afro I'd say Afro European only because, but like in Africa, they, I think they're quite they're quite big on community and on mm. family and mm. everyone you know eating out of the same bowl. But yeah. Africans that come here. Are scared of immigration, so they don't. Like <laughs> <it>. <laughs> yeah, but I uh, also feel like the like like the way is 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 different. Mm. So like it's, mm. it's it's like a lot more festive. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Um, within this like within those Spanish communities, mm. and I definitely like, see the difference in expression. I do, yeah. I do see what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and not to say that Africans are like just like morbid people, <laughs> but then <laughs> we can be very internalized with our. Emotions are feelings, yeah. Peter. 
Counter shot. Man, poor counter. Of course, cool. Sometimes it's nice to, you know, yes, they're up in it. Just a fiesta it up. Even like the quinceanera. Mm. When the girls turn 16 or something like that, and then you celebrate, you moving 15. into 15. It's almost like the bar mitzvah. Yeah. But yeah, you celebrate, you moving into um, womanhood. Mm. Um, funny enough, um, one thing that I definitely see a lot, especially within Jamelia's family, is, is that is that sense of um, expression of family love and stuff. Jamaicans are wild, dude. Easy. Fab. Easy. <laughs> it's it's like, literally every Sunday, we're having family dinner. And that's something that we've, we've just been invited to and stuff. And it's just like, mm-hmm. just um, cultivating that, that family sort of um, feel and vibe. Taking care of um, grandparents and stuff like that. I was even as Peter was saying as well, even relating back to Africa, half of you guys think we live in mud huts, anyways. <laughs> but like, Gosh. like the old mud huts used to be very much built around the family. Mm. So each member would almost build a hut and then just extend the circle of um, the circumference of the of the huts. But as you, as Peter said, now with like almost a Western philosophy. Mm. Um, or self-preservation and more um, individuals mm. the individual is being elevated up above the community um, mm. I'm I'm guilty of this to, to a degree like I, I barely talk to my cousins um, same it's just peak <laughs> um, it's so peak like one of my cousins <laughs> tried to add me on Facebook it's still pending <laughs> <laughs> and this was like last year oh, still gosh. pending uh, early last year mm. um, yeah so I, I'm not necessarily trying to say it like but yeah as in we're, we're not trying to say it like I'm above it or anything like that but yeah there is this notion of being individuals and right, raising that above the community mm. for you Peter Racially, well, I think uh, this goes for all of us as well. Like the Japanese culture, yeah, the, oh, yes. you know, yeah. like we're, we're all affected by them. You know, be it in our arts and the way our anime and stuff like that affects us, or um, martial arts, or even just the that samurai mentality, that total dedication to a single purpose, um, kind of thing. I think affects all of us. I uh, mm. think, yeah. Racially, I'd say, I'd say Japanese. I know that you guys said something different, not race, but I, I went race initially. So mm. to bring another point, um, religious, religion wise, yeah, okay. But to bring another point is um, nature. Okay. Okay. And the reason I say nature is that, like, even Proverbs is like, look at the ants, mm. look at this, look at that. Um, the birds, they, they worship God. Um, the trees, they worship God. And I'm not necessarily looking at them and worshipping them, but I'm just like, they are just being who God has created them to be. They're mm. just doing what God has like called them to do without stressing or thinking or worrying. Like even Jesus says, look at the birds. They, they neither toil nor spin, but God feeds them every day. The flowers, he clothes them. And it's just like, sometimes I just walk and just observe things around me and I'm just like, God, you're amazing. So yeah, um, I learned a lot from nature, mm. and and not to seem like we're just not giving appreciation. What do you think? Um, 
these Africans do well that the, the like other races could adopt? <laughs> Kids, <laughs> I think discipline. Mm, okay. Um, obviously, techniques are changing and stuff. Um, but for the most part, we we hold again generalization. Mm. But from what I've seen, we we hold we hold a strong notion of. Let's shoot. What are you doing, fam? <laughs> Four in a row. I I sneeze so much that I got lightheaded. Um, We hold we hold a a, a level of discipline and like honor and respect and reverence and stuff for elders and everything. Mm. Traditionally, anyways. Yeah, Um, this is it. Yeah, yeah. Now now it's it's starting to get watered down. Started to. It has been, but it's like, so, I will stand the league. I've been to a library. And then a Caucasian mum is like, Ben, sit down. Why is Ben still running around? Why mm. is Ben like looking in his mum's face mm. and just continue running around? Black dad is like, oh, hey, sit down. Seated, look in front of him. <laughs> Black mum just looks, just looks at like you. That. Just looks at you. <laughs> so you. Wait till we get home. <laughs> and it's like, I'm not, I'm not condoning beating your children or anything like I that. Am. Mad. But <laughs> within reason, don't kill them. <laughs> as long as it doesn't show. It reminds me I'm like Cat, it reminds me Cat Williams. I just want to say publicly, I don't agree with beating your children publicly. <laughs> 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 but yeah, it, it's it's very much like a sense of um just discipline. Um, yeah. I'm not saying that white people don't have discipline or other races don't have this discipline. Some of them races will punch upside their head and just... <laughs> <laughs> just in case. It's a joke. Mm. Um, yeah. yeah. For me, I think it might have to be... Uh, I was going to say tradition, um, but I, th- I think also our ability to, to like dig deep when times are hard mm. and just like mm. push through and, and just like do whatever it takes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Even though like... Um, I'm sure everyone does that. I think there's just like a certain quality to the way yeah, that we do. Yeah, yeah. You'll see Africans come, like especially Africans that maybe will leave Africa and come here and they'll work 10 jobs yeah. and never complain. Just work, work, work. As You know, like when they have a goal, they, like you said, really good at digging deep and just getting on with things. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. And yourself? Peter? I think Mo mentioned mine because I was going to say respect. But then again, I was going to have to preface it with like... Um, this is the olden days. I don't see it as much now. But we used, we used to have a lot of, oh, it was a big thing, you know, respecting your elders and, and listening and, and valuing the wisdom that comes with experience. And partly maybe the guys getting older now don't have that much wisdom or the <laughs> younger ones, <laughs> the younger ones um, aren't being taught to value it. But that's, that's been lost. Whereas I think that's something that we did really well was was respect our elders and this value the idea and concept of respect. Partially because you get a belt to the face if you did it. True, but yeah, it was effective. Oh yeah, very effective. Super effective. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> you know, I think that'll be a nice place to round up. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, what do you think about adoption? Would you ever adopt outside your race? Um, 
is is it ever okay for a white person to use the n-word no okay that's that's not what we talked about at all yeah it was okay and the further question is it okay for black people to use the n-word no plot twist (laughs) it shouldn't be um well that's a discussion for another day (laughs) Um, (laughs) you can find us at soundcloud.com forward slash forward slash blacksmith furnace um on all good podcast websites blacksmith furnace with an apostrophe twitter at the furnace uk um email address tbsfurnacehotmail.com yo if you're going to keep mentioning the email you need to start checking it it's synced to my phone well it was before i'll check it Anyway, um, hang tight, rude for the intro and outro music. Have a turn up for the ordinary, ordinary, amazing logo. Um, any shout outs for anyone? Not yet. Not yet. Well, v- Vimeo, but Vimeo. Cool. Then I guess this is the Blacksmith's finest signing out. Yes, sir. Blow. <laughs>